Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tuesdays at wagershawk.com and sportsmemo.com where you can get the hottest handicappers best bet or daily package for only two dollars. Yeah, baby. Hello, everyone. It's me, the Perez. You're watching Wager Dog today, the world's best daily sports betting show on the planet. Of course, every day it's Teddy with me. I'm excited. Dude, you can tell I went 2-0 last night in hoops. Uh, I got my first 5% basketball play of the year up today. I am pumped. We'll talk about it in a bit. How are you? What's going on? Who's on the show? So I will say this, Lawrence, you were gone all last week. Steve Merrill did the opens. There's a different tone to the open when Steve does it and when you do it. That being said, we enjoy your energy. Congrats on a good night in hoops last night. On today's show, Carmine Bianco is going to lead off. He's going to talk a couple oh, of yeah. the NHL for tonight. New Jersey and Vegas, as well as Colorado against Washington. Brian Powers, a $2 Tuesday handicapper over at wagertalk.com today. He's going to break down a couple of games in hoops, actually, for tonight. He's going to talk Celtics heat in the NBA. And dear to my heart here in Sin City, he's going to talk Wyoming, UNLV in college hoops. My big game breakdown, we're going to go to the association for tonight and talk about the Nuggets and the Pelicans. And, of course, Dave Sherapin is going to close out the show with a view from the other side of the counter. We'll get the bookmaker perspective on what just happened and on what's going to happen moving forward if we get 100 likes i believe we'll have a presidential address at the end of today's show but that sets the agenda let's get right into it teddy covers big daddy writes teddy and prez best one two tandem on wager talk i don't know man i feel we might be the best one two tandem on radio or tv frankly i mean uh greeny isn't with uh golic anymore uh stern and and uh robin don't do it for me i love stern i can't deal with robin i skip and shannon are fighting with each other all the time uh i'm thinking it's me and you bro i'll, I'll, I'll go for kelly and marco what what <laughs> i need a moment here Whew. okay Bet on Guys, it, man. Bet on it's the number one show. It has been, continues to be. We got to give him credit. Kelly and Mark are doing yeah, something. Yeah, but I right. think that's Joe Ranieri. Okay. Ah. Anyway, they're a threesome, dude. We're a twosome, and we're freaking better. Okay, guys. Okay. Before we get Carmine on, and I'm excited to have him, uh, one of the best human beings on the freaking planet. I have my first 5% play in college basketball up tonight. I have been pleading with you people to buy my hoops for weeks. And yeah, yesterday I was like, oh, Prez with the shameless promo. Oh yeah, big man? You would have gone 2-0 if you bought his shameless promo for nine freaking dollars. 
Dude, I am on an 11 and 5 college basketball run. I'm up 23 units on the season. I'm on an 11 and 2 NBA run. I'm up 64 units on the season. I'm on a 6 and 0 hoops run. I'm up 87 units on the season. I am the number one CBB NBA expert, wire to wire. Not today, because I had a great night yesterday. Not Thursday, because I had a great Tuesday and Wednesday. Wire to wire. I have my first college basketball 5% up tonight. And inside the package is a sick, sick offer. And it expires at midnight. So buy that package and take advantage of that offer. Okay. With all that said, we have another 5% play tonight. And it's Carmine Bianco's. And I'm excited because, dude, I am betting your play. What's up, my friend? Okay, good luck to uh, both of us. Uh, good. I uh, got in late last night from Vegas, so it was a really, uh, really fun trip. Got to meet uh, David Williams at uh, Dinner yeah. Press. Um, what a yeah, guy. Yeah, had, uh, surprisingly, he had some nice things to say about you, so it's really good. Um, but uh, he's he's a really cool guy. Todd Furman, another good guy. Gianni the Greek was out there as well, too, so I got to talk some MMA uh, with him at the table. It was, uh, it was a fun trip. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, heading back in March again. You know, Carm, we'll, we'll get into your bets in two seconds, but Teddy, I don't know if you've had the pleasure of meeting uh, Dave Williams, one of the greatest poker players of all time, an incredible chef, but past all of that, because his parents didn't raise a great poker player. They raised a great person. He is freaking spectacular, Carm. So I'm with you on that, brother. Okay, dude, we got the New Jersey Devils going in, playing at home, hosting Vegas tonight. Um, I got nothing on this game. I'm curious where you're going. Well, I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to New Jersey, Prez. Uh, this team has been one of the streakiest teams that we have seen uh, this season. They they lose their first couple of games, so that's not really a streak. But then they go on a 13 uh, game win streak before the Leafs ended it. Uh, and then we saw a huge spell where I think they lost like nine in a row. But this team is playing extremely well right now. You can look at their last 10 games, 7-1-2. You look at, look at their last 15 games. And um, they went through a spurt uh, during that losing streak where they were playing some very tough teams. It was a scheduling uh, hell for this uh, New Jersey team. You look at some of those losses, I think six losses over their 15 games. Two are, the, two are against the Carolina Hurricanes. Two of them are against the Boston Bruins. Both teams were first in the perspective, uh, in, in the respective, sorry, um, divisions and are playing extremely well. Um, they've righted the ship. They're playing well and and they're in a, uh, um, and and their scheduling over the next um, couple of weeks is a very good one. When we talk about teams who um, don't have the best scheduling uh, situation, is this uh, Vegas Golden Knights team? They've lost. For their last five games, didn't look good, I thought, against Arizona, although there was a very good uh, goaltending performance by the Coyotes. But it was at this time last year where Vegas, I think, went on a road trip, and it was a five-game trip, and, uh, and and they lost all five games. They were absolutely brutal. Uh, and that came on the heels of playing some very good hockey. And look at this road trip. They started with a loss in, uh, in Arizona. They play the New Jersey Devils tonight. They've got to play... Um, against the Rangers, the Islanders, the Predators, and Minnesota before they head home. That it it just seems like another disastrous road trip for a team that isn't playing some uh, isn't playing very good hockey right now. You can get the the Devils minus 105 in regulation, and and if you want to bypass laying uh, a lot of juice, that's probably the best way to go here. So uh, I'll take the I'll take New Jersey in regulation minus 105. Armand Bianco says, take a look at the New Jersey Devils tonight against the Vegas Golden Knights. Let's go out and take a look at some West Coast action, late night affair, Washington and Colorado. Looking at the records of these two teams, they look fairly similar, but it's not a pick em. Colorado's a legit favorite tonight, minus 145, minus 150 in some spots. If you shop around, you can find a minus 140. Total sitting at six between the Caps and the Avalanche. How do we deal with this? hockey game on what's today wednesday no tuesday night it's two dollar tuesday uh day at uh, wager talk at sports memo and 
it's two it's Tuesday throughout the world, uh, other than Australia. Uh, Teddy, you know, listen, I I always talk about uh, trying not to catch a falling life. You've used that phrase before, I'm pretty sure. And you look at this uh, Colorado team, and and they are starting to turn around. They've won five straight. And while I was in Vegas on Sunday, I watched the football games at uh, Caesars. They had the Colorado Avalanche at plus 900 to win the Stanley Cup. And I had to bet it because this team is going to make the playoffs. They're going to get healthy and they're going to be better. Um, Kale Carr, who, uh, who's been injured, uh, was a full participant uh, yesterday in practice. Um, he's ready to go, but I'm not sure if he'll be in tonight. They'll probably give him uh, another a day or two before they put him into the lineup. Um, but I'm going to take Washington here. I thought uh, their opener was, uh, as far as the opening price on this one, was a good one on them. It was at uh, plus 135, plus 140, and I knew the market would come back and lower that price, and they're down to uh, plus 120 right now. Uh, last year, they were a very good home team. Uh, sorry, uh, a very good um, a road team. This year, not so much. Uh, pretty much a 500 record, but they are nine and two their last 11 road games and when i'm taking a dog it, on the road especially is a team that i know will compete i had the sabers yesterday at plus 150 for my clients uh in yeah. dallas and uh and the sabers compete uh, i think philly is, is a live dog as well too tonight but they are at home but this washington team um has actually dominated this colorado team i think they can go in there and get the win tonight at uh, at uh, a decent plus money price. So if you can still get, there's some 130s still on the board. You get those plus 130s, I'd probably take it here. Interesting uh, pick on that, Carm. I was looking at the Colorado-Washington game myself. My initial reaction was Colorado, and I couldn't understand why the line was so low. But man, Colorado is just absolutely rolling five straight in a row. Uh, so I, I got worried it took me off that game. Yeah. I don't <laughs> like betting. Uh, teams where they've won five in a row and I'm trying to figure out are they going to win their sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth. I I just stop. But uh, no. you like the caps. Yeah, and and but I um and when we're talking about the futures, uh, as, as long as and I do like the caps. If you're, when we're talking about the futures, before I go here, um, one thing about Colorado is they're going to get healthy. McCarr is going to get back on. Landis Cog, uh, we'll see when he comes back. But Lawrence, you know the Chicago Blackhawks, and I talked about it on puck time. Chicago Blackhawks are going to sell players. And yep. if they get uh, Kane and Taze to waive their no trade clauses, how good would Jonathan Taze look in a uh, as a centerman on the Colorado Avalanche um, uh, once they're in a playoff spot? They just got to make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, this look, team has look, so many weapons. You're not going to get plus 900 anywhere. I, listen, and Colorado is going to pick up some people at the trade deadline, and I do like that bet. Colorado is definitely a bet on team moving forward. I think he'll look great as a centerman uh, on Colorado, so long as he's wearing a Leaf jersey while doing it. Carmine Bianco, everyone, five percent play going tonight. Tell us about that. Yeah, five percent play up. Uh, hockey's been uh, hockey's really picked up um, um, after uh, the first. Bad week of, of uh, January, but uh, last seven days, 19 and 6 in NHL and a 5% Beautiful. play up for tonight. And you can use coupon code Bianco10. That's Bianco10 to get $10 off that play. Beautiful. Hey, try that code on the Prez play too. Why not? Think it'll work? Nah, it won't <laughs> work. Carmine Bianco, everyone. Carm, we love you, man. Thanks for joining us. Teddy Covers. We got uh, Brian Power coming up after, but uh, first we got to talk about the fact that it is $2 Tuesday over at wagertalk.com. Jazzy Ray is the $2 handicapper. He's on uh, a 7-2 and two run in NFL. He's actually really, uh, you know, we brought three guys over in uh, July from covers. We brought Jazzy Ray, Ben Burns, and Brian Power. Ben Burns is probably a top three, top five handicapper in history. In history. Jazzy Ray is the top handicapper, not of those three, but of pretty much everybody on the website since the day he joined us. And Brian Power has kick-ass hair. So, I mean, come on. How great a triad of guys did we bring over? 
Uh, Jazzy Ray, $2 Tuesday at Wager Talk. Uh, $5 at Sports Memo for three handicappers, Joe D'Amico, Ross Benjamin, and Kevin Thomas. Teddy, what did we learn last night in the wonderful world of sports betting? I want to talk about Steph Diggs for a minute. I think it's an interesting topic because obviously we all saw what happened uh, on Sunday. The bull, the Bills got blown out at home. Steph Diggs threw a little temper tantrum on the sideline. He blew out of the stadium without talking to anyone afterwards. No reporters, no anything. And then yesterday, <laughs> he decided to start tweeting about it. You know, and his tweets make sense. Want me to be okay with losing? Nah. Want me to no, be okay with a level play with the standard? Bullshit. Nah. It's. I'm sorry, Lawrence. Uh, his tweets did not make sense. The fact that he's not okay with losing doesn't give him the right to go off on the sideline. I'm not okay with losing. I don't scream and yell at people. Yes, I do. Shit, that didn't work. Um, Dude, it's one thing to be not okay with losing. It's another thing to throw your teammate under the bus, start yelling at everybody, act like an imbecile, act like a child. So, yeah, I'm not buying it. With that said, this whole shit is so overblown. Who gives a crap about Steph Diggs and his the way he reacted? He'll be back at Buffalo. He'll be spooning with Josh Allen by the second game, and they'll be rocking and rolling. Okay, I'm sorry I interrupted your segment. Oh, no, not at all, Lawrence. Keep going. Really? Tell me what you learned last night. No. Go ahead, Teddy. Keep going, man. It's okay. It's well, okay, You just took buddy. all my points. <laughs> oh, you I know? did? That's Literally, good teamwork. I'm doing my what we better learn last best. night. You cut me off, took my points, and then walked away. That's my drop, That's bitches. This is what I wanted to say about Steph Diggs. It's not okay to be okay with losing. I agree with that 100%. It's the same thing in this business, all right? But it's also not okay to be a complete asshole either. You know, team matters. And I understand. Frustrated. I've been frustrated. I was pretty frustrated yesterday when I came on the show. <laughs> you know, third straight year coming up short in the playoffs. I get it. But you can't throw your team under the bus. The Bills are a really interesting team to consider for next year. You know, has this team's window of opportunity come and gone? Can Steph Diggs make up with his teammates? Probably. I don't know. This type of thing has a tendency to linger sometimes. The Steph Diggs outbursts. And... He's right in the sense that you don't want your guy to be okay with losing, but you don't want your guy to have a meltdown on the sideline and start ripping his teammates. There's a balance between the two. Lawrence? Theodore, wonderful take, man. Uh, really, really good stuff there, bro. Uh, some schmuck interrupted you in the middle of it, but we'll move on from that. The Golden Eagle with a $10 tip. Thank you, Golden Eagle. He has a question, Teddy. Uh, Lakers on the money line. Do you have any thought on that game? So I have an opinion on literally every game on the card tonight in the NBA, except that one. I have no idea what to do with that game. I really don't. <laughs> the Clippers Brian right Powell. now. Yeah, yeah. Our, uh, Maybe he got the Clippers a game is good and they're not a game is not good. And I don't know what to do with the Clips. I'm past. And it, that's a great point. Brian Power, uh, welcome to Wager Dog today. And yeah, Teddy, with the Clippers, I mean, they show up, they beat anybody. They don't show up, they can't beat a person. And nobody calls us ahead of time and tells us if they're actually <laughs> going to try. Well, sometimes you find days where you think the Clips are going to show up, and there are instances. First off, for the tip, we want to say thank you. As we were donating tips last year. Yes. I never remember hearing how that money all ended up, Fred. So we should probably do some on, on that. Make sure we donate the tips where they're supposed Absolutely. to be donated. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank they you, will guys. be donated, my brother. We, we, I'm with you 100%. Uh, Brian Power, any quick thoughts on the Laker game? Look, you guys have laid out why you need to tread lightly with the Clippers. I'll say this about the Lakers. Their last two games, kind of fortuitous, come from behind efforts. I mean, they were down, what, 25 at the half? Portland in their last game, come back and win. So I'm actually not rushing to play them right now. I would exercise caution with both Los Angeles professional basketball teams on Tuesday night. I can't get that song in the ghetto out of my head. Should we sing it, Teddy? Not even a comment. Look at us. Look at us, Bry. 
Anyway, you guys are always so friendly when I come on the program. Yes, you always you know, at I, each other. I gotta tell you why you're, you're on the program due to popular demand, bro. They, the, the people have spoken. They love Brian Power, and so do we. We're lucky to have you, man. Uh, Miami you. Heat that. tonight at home, hosting Boston, minus three, a total of 218. How you betting this game? Okay, uh, kind of an interesting uh, handicap here. It's second night of a back-to-back for Boston. They suffered their first loss since January 3rd last night. Nine-game win streak comes to an end. A shocking end, I may add, uh, as they were beaten 113-98 to by Orlando. Side note, uh, Orlando has really given Boston some trouble this year. It's uh, quite the head-scratcher there when you look at those head-to-head results. And you look at the Boston side from last night, they lose to the Magic by 15, despite Brown and Tatum combining for 52 points. Now, they were a bit shorthanded. Uh, Smart, Brogdon, Williams, they, they were all out. So you can see why there wasn't a lot of help there from the supporting cast. Uh, on the other side, you got Miami, closer to full strength than they have been in quite some time. I think anyone who's been following the NBA knows that the Heat's injury list uh, can often read rather long, but uh, it's on the shorter side. Uh, basically, nobody on it of, of substance tonight. And they've won five of seven overall. Perfect 4-0 at home during that stretch are the Heat. Sunday, they hold on for a four-point victory against New Orleans. Didn't cash, uh, but they did cash the last time they played the Celtics. It was an overtime win, an outright win in Boston. Adebayo had 28 in that game. And the Celtics, surprisingly, guys, not that good in revenge spots this season. They've covered only two of 12, including one of seven, if that loss came at home. So... Uh, the trends do not support a Celtics bounce back uh, in this situation tonight. I know Miami's going to have to get its offense going. Defensively, though, they're fine. They've held three of the last five opponents under 100 points. I will say, if you haven't played the Heat yet, I regret to inform you have missed the best of the number. They're up to minus three now. But you can always do what I did and just play them on the money line. I like the Heat on the money line in this one. And to make it back-to-back losses, yes, back-to-back losses for the Celtics. So the Boston Celtics have been underdogs twice this year prior to today. And they won both of those games pretty easily. Boston on the second of back-to-backs. 7-0 straight up, 5-1-1 against the spread. The either of those two factors. And there's a chance. We're still seeing Williams, Smart, and Brogdon all listed as questionable for tonight. So the chance that Boston could get some of the guys that they missed last night in Orlando back. Does any of those factors change your opinion <laughs> about this one? Whether it's the Celtics good on back-to-backs, whether it's the Celtics good as underdogs, whether the Celtics potentially getting key guys that missed last night back in the lineup. Yeah, certainly I was aware of that back-to-back uh, trend, Teddy, and certainly it does give you pause. I will give you the very unscientific response of, well, what, are they going to win them all? Uh, but there's another trend that I think you should check out with the Celtics. And that's this. This surprised me as well. Uh, along with the revenge, them struggling in revenge spots, they're not great off one loss. Exact. You, you, they've lost when they're off just one loss. They have lost the next game more often than not than they have won. I believe it is. I've got it right in front of me. Zero uh, and one, two and one. It's they're below five hundred. I don't want to go through it. That makes for a lousy podcast. But they are <laughs> below five hundred uh, in that situation. Um, uh, so. I think that people are going to look at a team like Boston, who's obviously having a great year. We're not going to, uh, you know, uh, disregard what they've done, but they're going to see them as underdogs um, and probably be tempted. I just think Miami tonight, good situation. They're playing better. I, the Heat, I think you can make an argument, are undervalued relative to where they were at the start of the season. Let's not forget, you know, what they've done the last couple of years. I think right now might be a good time to play on the Heat. Brian Power joining us, everyone. You can find him at wagertalk.com, exclusive handicapper. And uh, a really good dude. We spoke on the phone yesterday. We did? Yeah, you had some bad things to say about Teddy. And, and it, it, like, it, it, it didn't feel right, but I enjoyed hearing it, Brian. I thought that was a, I thought that conversation was going to remain, you know. Oh, no, it's, okay. no, it will remain <laughs> private. I'm not going to repeat <laughs> oh, okay. a damn thing. Oh, okay. But, uh, no, we love, great we combo, love Teddy. Bro. We love Teddy. Great yes. combo. Yes. Speaking of Teddy, Brian, we're going we're gonna to ask Teddy a quick question in the middle of your segment. Uh, Teddy, okay. one of our listeners wants to know, 
uh, how the hell you have time to handicap with all the shows you are on and that you have a family, plus you need at least two hours, I added this part, to get over doing a show with the Prez. So next year during football season, I'm doing less shows. I was overextended this football season. I did too much. When football season wears down, you don't have as many shows, and it's fine. Uh, but, yeah, I, I absolutely attribute some of my struggles this year to the fact that I did too many shows. I won't do that next year. That's a lesson I have learned. Brian Power, how Hard. many hours a day you put into uh, handicapping? Oh, quite. I would say when I'm not speaking to you on the phone, yeah, it's basically about all of them. I mean, there's just so much going on. I mean, I don't need to tell you guys. I mean, this time it's crazy. I mean, you know, it, with, with college football gone, it, it's a little bit of a respite, you think. But I don't know. You just the time that you spent with college football, you just kind of probably pour more into hoops, yeah. whether it be NBA or college. So, yeah, there's really kind of no rest for the wicked, I suppose. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable how, how and I'll tell all you listeners because you know as you all know I'm one of the owners of Wager Talk and I see these guys and I know how hard they work. It's unbelievable the amount of time that these handicappers put into coming up with bets. I mean, I'm telling you, it could be upwards of six to eight hours a day, just piling through data to find bets for you all. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, it, it is it is remarkable, and it is a full-time freaking job. All day and all night. I wouldn't wish it on anyone, but we do have a lot of highs in this industry, to say the least. Wyoming and UNLV, Brian Power, how we betting this one? Dogs sound like they're barking. Hopefully they are in this one as well. Uh, you talk about uh, handicapping all night, Prez. Uh, man, I, I, don't, I don't have it as much as I used to anymore. Uh, regretfully, I'll let the people know there have been two great New Mexico games that have gone into overtime late night in the last four days. Fall asleep during both of them. So I, I, I can't stay up like I used to. And you're going to have to stay up late for this one because uh, it is an 11 o'clock tip uh, here on the East Coast. And uh, we're looking at Wyoming UNLV. Like you mentioned, Wyoming's been one of the unluckiest teams in the country for those who have not been paying attention to the Mountain West this year. Uh, not just in the Mountain West, but in the entire country. Like I said, Wyoming, uh, their, their bottom 20 luck rating at Ken Palm. And some of that's poor health. Uh, they were 0-6 to start conference play, 4-13 and overall, entering Saturday's game with Colorado State. Uh, but shot quality data suggests that record uh, should have been better. And sure enough, getting a little healthier. Cowboys break through, 58-57 win against Colorado State uh, on Saturday. And I think that turnaround is going to continue uh, tonight in Las Vegas against the UNLV team that, quite frankly, has been reeling itself. They've dropped four straight and six of seven. Uh, the lone win for UNLV, by the way, uh, during that stretch is when I took them plus the points against New Mexico. Uh, but similar to Wyoming, uh, UNLV, they've been losing close. Not so much on Saturday, though. Uh, they get beat by 13 at Fresno State as a three-and-a-half-point favorite. That's a concerning result. And you look at this big picture. It's the bottom two teams in the Mountain West. Both have struggled to close out close games. Uh, but... I see no reason why not to take the points here, guys. Uh, UNLV is just one and six against the number as a home favorite this season. Wyoming, the data shows, has been the slightly less lucky of the two sides, so they're more due for a turnaround, in my opinion. Hunter Maldonado being back is key. He missed a game against Air Force last week, returned against Colorado State, did not shoot well. I expect him to shoot better than three for eight from the floor uh, tonight. Look for the visitors to slow the tempo down, and at the very least, Wyoming stays within the number, take the points late night in Las Vegas. Do you worry at all about the fact that the Cowboys really haven't, I mean, they've been pretty ugly on the highway this year. They're an offensively challenged team to begin with. And when you put them on the road, they've, uh, what game was I watching? They, they couldn't put the pisk in the basket. I'm trying to remember which game it was that I was watching. Uh, they've had some rough, you know, even though they lost to Air Force last week. 
Uh, I think it was the Fresno game that I was watching, or the Utah, the Utah State game. Yeah, where they, I mean, it was just, it felt really one-sided. Um, we worry about Wyoming uh, scoring on the highway because this is, like I said, a very offensively challenged team. Yeah, two things to that, Teddy. One, as I said, I think we could slow the tempo down here to keep UNLV under control. And look at who Wyoming has played uh, kind of in their swoon uh, amidst injuries. They played the four best teams in the Mountain West, okay, San Diego State, Utah State, Boise State, San Diego State, um, New Mexico. Uh, did I mention them already? But it's the four best teams in the Mountain West. And they played St. Mary's and Dayton out of conference as well. Pretty, all those teams are better than UNLV. I just look at this as a coin flip game. And as I mentioned, UNLV 1-6 against the number as a home favorite. Uh, to me, it's not just an endorsement by low yeah. on Wyoming. We're selling on UNLV, too. Uh, just not a team that should be favored by seven in a coin flip game. Brian Power, everybody. Uh, stay with us. Dan, no commercial break today. We'll go from uh, Brian straight into Teddy's big game breakdown. Uh, Brian... What do you got to promote, brother? Yeah, um, got six plays available for today. I really uh, emphasize everyone goes, gets the all-access pass. You get all of them for 39 bucks. Two in soccer, two in college hoops, two in NBA. Uh, looking uh, for a, you know, after last week, or last night, pardon me, we split two and two on the board. Uh, looking for a big bounce back from that. And certainly um, still kind of a little sore from that Buffalo loss on Sunday, though it was a winning Sunday overall. Uh, looking to get back in the winner's circle tonight. I think we got the card to do it over at Wager Talk. Outstanding um, stuff. Awesome. Brian Power, everyone. Guys, hit that like button. Let's get to 100. Teddy, a great question in the chat room. We'll, I want to answer it real quick, and then we'll go to your big game breakdown. Uh, one of the guys uh, <laughs> asked, do you make more money? And I'll answer this question, Teddy. Do you, uh, do y'all, do y'all, 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 Y'all make more money pick sharing or betting yourself. Um, listen, here's the answer to that question. I don't ask one single handicapper on our website to show me or tell me how much they bet on each game. That is everybody's personal business. I can say this. It is my guess that the youngins make more money selling picks than betting because they haven't had enough years to build up a bankroll. That's a guess. I I can speak on my behalf. I make more money betting than I do selling picks. I make more money from wager talk as one of the owners than I do betting or selling picks, but that's a business. That's different. As far as betting versus selling picks, I personally make more money betting than I do selling picks. I am guessing that is the same for Marco Dave Koken, Teddy, all the older guys that have sort of accumulated wealth as they have aged. Do you want to jump in there, Theodore? Sure. It has everything to do with what kind of a bankroll you have and what your yeah. unit size is. And as you mentioned, yeah. when you develop the bankroll, you tend to bet a bit a little bit larger, which will affect the ratio of pick sales versus betting. Uh, I'll say this. Uh, um, when I'm winning, <laughs> I make a lot more money betting. <laughs> yeah yeah and when you're losing you make more money selling picks we get it teddy that that that's pretty damn obvious but on a whole on a whole hey dave sherpan you keep it down dude you keep it down in the background there we got theodore's big game breakdown my brother the mic is yours It is time for today's big game breakdown, and this one is a maybe play. I'm going to explain in just a minute. Let's talk about the Denver Nuggets and the New Orleans Pelicans for tonight. Right now, look at the Wager Talk live odd screen. I'm seeing Denver minus one, total 230 and a half. If Jokic plays, we're on Denver. If Jokic doesn't play, we're on the under. It's just that simple. All right, <laughs> and this is one of those scenarios where right now he's listed as questionable for tonight. It's one where we want to monitor his status for this evening. All right, when you heard some of the quotes and when you watched Denver run their offense without him against a not-that-good OKC team, 
uh, over the weekend. You know, here's the quote. When the call is on the floor, it's virtually impossible to switch. Uh, quote, I think it's much easier to switch one through five with us. Uh, this is from acting head coach David Edelman. Remember, uh, head coach Mike Malone is on, uh, on uh, leave uh, with, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Illness. <laughs> He's not around uh, right now. Uh, quote, I think it's much easier to switch one through five with us. With Nicola's on the floor, it's virtually impossible to do that. It's virtually impossible to zone us. The Thunder did those two things, and they're smart things to do. New Orleans is a good defensive team, all right? And now that Herb Jones and Jose Alvarado are getting extra minutes without the Ingram and Zion in the lineup, an even better defensive team, all right? They've been struggling on the offensive end in really bad fourth quarters. You know, they scored 24 in the fourth on Sunday. They had 19 at Orlando on Friday. They had 22 at Cleveland, and uh, you know, during the skid, and 22 uh, against Miami with the Heat starters sitting. They're just not scoring during crunch time. They're turning the ball over right now. It's a problem for New Orleans offensively. So if Joker plays, we're going to fade, continue to fade the Pelicans. If he doesn't play, we're going to look at the under in this one. I don't think Denver is going to put the biscuit in the basket a whole lot. So this is an if. Take advantage. There's your big game breakdown. Back to you, Mr. Prez. Teddy covers great stuff. Uh, I'm in play on that game, everyone. You can grab it over at Wager Talk. It's part of my package. It comes with my 5% college basketball play. Teddy Rara asks, what's the biggest wager you've ever made on a game? So, Rara, Ooh. the answer to that question is it, the only thing that matters is the percentage of your net worth. If I made a $20 million wager on a game and I'm worth $16 billion, that would be equivalent to you making a five-cent wager on a game. So Ooh. with that said, when I was young, the biggest bet I ever made was 100% of my life savings. Oh, a God. whole lot of freaking times. Not good. And I got <laughs> killed and slaughtered every That's single one of those damn times. Now the biggest bet I make is 5% of my bankroll. Never, ever, ever higher mm. than that. Teddy, mm. anything to add? Yes, Some because sad. the biggest bet I ever made was a hedge against a future wager that I made earlier. That was huh. more than 5% of my bankroll, but it was a win-win scenario. So there are times right. you're going to find if you have a future. And again, this is fairly early in my, you know, this is the this is in the aughts. Uh, but that was the biggest bet I ever made. Uh, and I don't expect to make a bigger one. Yeah. I made a big bet on you, though, Teddy. I mean, it's mediumly <laughs> paying off. But, uh, you know... We, we also bought the gold sheet. That was a big bet. Dave Sherpan, <laughs> you've been grunting and groaning in the background since Hello, the minute Michael. you got on the show. What do you I want just to talk about? To, I just wanted to make sure that you knew I was here and that I was, I, I was on time and that I was listening to every word you said, hanging on every word that you said, despite the fact that I don't want any drama on Tuesday. And God Damn, do you look good? Like you got a tan. Like I don't know where were you. You look fantastic. You either got Dude. new new makeup or moisturizer or something, or you look like you've been at the beach for a week. Dude, you got no idea. I mean, I literally am turned on just looking at myself right now. That I believe. Teddy's I mean, like Theodore. What do God. we say to that? I mean, what do we say to that? You want me to put the glasses on that He's you sad. like so much? I'm going to put the glasses on. I know you like these glasses. Yeah, I listen, Dave. Teddy, go. Let's, let, let's leave Lawrence aside for a minute and talk about Yeah, that. let the adults talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let the grown-ups in the room. All right. So one oh of the God. fascinating things about yes. both of these championship games for this coming yes. weekend, I see you with your Bengals hat, yes. is where the mainstream media or the various media sources were reporting that the lines open. Oh, yeah. Now, in a global marketplace, it's yes. pretty clear the lines yes. didn't open globally anywhere, <laughs> all right? They bounced around. One book opens three and a half. One book opens one and a half. The betters decide what's right. Yes. Was that the case for both of these games? Was there a legit opener for either of the two championship games? And if so, what was it? And if not, why do all these mainstream sources keep talking? It's fun because I was actually, I was on Sports Grid on Sunday, um, first with Marenzi and Scotty Farrell while the first game was ending. 
and I watched the lines open up. I was actually trading texts with guys that work in the books, and they're like, Dave, what do you make the game? What do you do this? You know, and, and it's fun because I did it for years, trying to be first or trying to be second or come off of whatever number. I saw Cincinnati minus one. I saw Kansas City minus two and a half and everything in between. The answer was pick. It was pretty simple. Yeah. Just put up pick yeah. and let the betters move the money. That's all the answer was for that game. And then I was on with Ranieri and Harrison on the follow-up for the second game for the Cowboys and Niners game when that ended, and we were trying to come up with a number. And I said the same thing. Put up pick and let the betters move it. And that's kind of what that did. There was as many as – there was more picks and ones on Philadelphia. That was more the consensus opening number. But the Cincinnati and Kansas City game was there – were, there were books legitimately offshore – Globally is the word we're using, but that, that, that they're in places far away. They opened Cincy to favorite. You wake up today, Cincy's a consensus favorite, minus two. Obviously, it's a high ankle sprain for Patrick Mahomes that everybody's talking about, concerned about. I mean, it looked bad. It's going to affect the game. So, betters move the number. Is this as high as it's going to get with Cincinnati? Look, we, we, we assume Mahomes is going to play. All right. Everything I'm reading in Mahomes are going to play. He's getting treatment. Everything's fine. Is this one of these deals that we're seeing like a Tuesday overreaction and it's going to swing back later in the week? Or is there a chance we get to three? And if you like KC, you want to wait. Well, if you like KC, first of all, you're going to like the red lid. Okay. But yes, I think the first book to three will tell the whole story. And you see a couple prominent books here in Vegas and Westgate and, and the Circa are sitting at two and a half and they're waiting to see if anybody will take it on Tuesday. On Flex Tuesday, actually. No drama Tuesday. Okay? But this is it. You've got two swings left at a big day as a book. you got to figure out different ways to keep making money because after Sunday, you're looking at the long, cold, wintry abyss of college basketball, NBA basketball, and hockey, at least until baseball numbers come up and we can get to spring. So, yeah, I think you're going to see a little more flexibility. The other thing that nobody talks about is the future positions. I would be um, okay needing either team in the game because if we've done our job right as a book, we're sitting in a pretty damn good position um, future-wise. If it's Kansas City and Cincinnati, in the AFC, and Philadelphia, and San Francisco, yeah. in the NFC. You can't be running a book and have a negative exposure to any one of these teams. And if you do, you're just not paying attention. That's it. Future book wages, and of course, all four of those teams basically priced, I've seen plus 250 to plus 300 on every one of them. Who's going to win the Super think, Bowl, Dave? Huh, Teddy, I'm actually, I'm going to wait <laughs> for either a presidential address or some other thing to come and, you know, find out. I think you could talk to, I don't know how many people actually like work for wager talk, but you could talk to say 20 different people and get 20 different opinions about the game. I don't think there's a consensus choice. I really don't. There's people that think San Francisco and Brock Purdy are going to go to Philadelphia in the first game and win. There's just he's a rookie quarterback's going to take the show on the road. He hasn't lost the game yet, and it's not going to be cold, okay? But I mean, I got this one, and uh, it's <laughs> it's it's it, I'm ready to go for game day for San Francisco. But at the same time, did you see how good the Eagles looked? Did you see how good they played? And did you see how good the defense looked? Now, don't take I. Someone asked me. And on my show, Bostonian versus the book, I told Peralt this. I'm telling everybody that comes on. As the book, you take nothing from that game. Nothing. It's a third matchup with a division opponent who was very good against the spread. But, I mean, let's be honest. The Giants, above average, slightly football team. Eagles are the number one seed. They did what they were supposed to do. Now, they blew them out and covered the teasers. And thank God they did because that was the only side of the teasers that covered for the books. And we didn't want... Boy, I don't want to have to hear my bookmaker friends crying and, and whining at all oh, the teasers, the teasers, the teasers. So um, I can't wait to watch the games on Sunday, Teddy. 
And I, I, I put this one in the arsenal too because I love green. I love the Eagles, and I think they're going to win. I really, I, I like the Eagles as of right now. Could change by Friday. I don't know yet. Of course, we're talking with Dave Sherrup and veteran odds maker, both in the global world and here in Las Vegas. You can follow him on Twitter at SportsBKConsig, short for shorts, short for sportsbook conciliary. SportsBKConsig, uh, Dave Sherrup, and uh, on Twitter, is this Eagles line going to three? Is this total going higher than forty-six Ooh. that we're seeing now? We've seen over money this morning. We've seen nothing yes. but silly money so far. Yes. Um, do you need to? Is there urgency if you like the uh, the Eagles side in this? If there's if you like the over, you got to you got to bet it today. It's going to forty six. It's there's the, there's no question about that. Um, the debate on going to three is really hard because if you do, you either get an insta bet and you stay, or you got to come back off of it and now you know. That's the side that they're coming with with the bags. So the first one to three will tell the story. If they go to three and stay, then you'll know. You'll know that they're going to be okay with that position. If they go to three and bounce back immediately, and like Chris at the South Point will be the first one to do it probably in Vegas because they do, they use 110 all the time. You know, you're seeing yep. juice minus two and a half, minus 15 now. You'll probably see minus 20. There's going to be a huge reluctance for a lot of books to actually go to three, Teddy. So um, I can't wait. Like, it's it's coming. Someone's going to do it. It's just a matter for me whether they stay there or not and bounce back or not. And real quick, Dave, before we let you go, does anything stand yes, out on tonight's hoops card uh, when it yeah. comes to pro action, Joe action, something that uh, uh, has stood out this morning in terms of the – betting action in basketball well you get boston on a back-to-back and they lost their first game and uh they were going for nine in a row last night they lost for the third time this season to orlando they have 13 losses on the season and three of them were to the orlando magic one of the worst teams in basketball so you catch them on a back-to-back in miami i'll talk to ranieri later but um you you figure you got to play i i would think that they're going to come on the celtics in the follow-up against the knicks Cleveland laying points on the road, it's a short number, but the Knicks have been dismal lately. So that one. And then the Clippers and Lakers later, I mean, that's the game of the night, at least for the West Coast guys and for for the Western Conference because the Lakers made a trade yesterday, and apparently they're going to be in the Western Conference Finals because they got a, a guy from the Washington <laughs> Wizards that is just going to make them that much better. So um, be looking to take the Lakers plus the points. I, I think that's plays coming. They're going to just wait and sit and wait on that one. And hockey, I just want Prez's picks. I mean, Prez has been on fire, smoking hot. The Boston Bruins are the best team in hockey. They win on the puck line oh, every Dave. single night. It's nauseating, Prez, isn't it? The Bruins are the best team in hockey. It's not close. Oh, Dave, I want them to keep winning, man. Win, 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 win. And then when you meet the Leafs in round two, lose. I could Who do care. the Leafs beat in round one? That's what I need to know. Please well, tell me the number. I know who they're playing Please. in round one because the NHL seeding is so goddamn stupid <laughs> that they have to play the same two teams every goddamn freaking playoffs for the rest of eternity. It's utterly absurd. They're playing Tampa Bay. Everybody oh. knows. Who cares? Oh. Dave, that was a great segment, man. Really awesome stuff. We love having you on. Uh, Appreciate it. I don't need your NHL thoughts. Anything left to discuss? No, I mean, the last thing is like, the, you know, it's great. We got enough likes. You can do a president address yeah. or not. That's you your discretion. Seconds. It's nobody's business what you're betting and how you bet. It doesn't matter what your biggest bet was. It doesn't Dude, matter what you're betting. It's I, nauseating discussion. It's ended. David, stop Dave, asking. Dave, I get it every day. I'm in my hockey dressing room. Hey, Prez, how much did you bet on this game? I'm out at a friend's house. Hey, Prez, how much you bet on this game? Every time someone asks me that question, my response is exactly the same. How much did you earn in your job? And they're like, it's none of your business. And I'm like, exactly. Dave Sherpan, everybody. Dan, we got 100 likes. We got a hard stop in two minutes. So throw it in. Let's go.
All right, guys, I got three NHL bets for you guys. Uh, before we get into that, I do want to point out that I have my first college basketball 5% play of the season up tonight. I am the number one college basketball and NBA expert at Wager Talk and Profit Wire to Wire. From start to this very moment, I am on a 6 and 0. 17 and 6 and 89 and 50. 89 and 50 hoops run. I'm up 81 units on the year. My college basketball 5 and 4 and 0 run, 11 and 5 run, up 23 units on and on and on. Get my 5% play tonight. Inside of that package is a huge offer for you all that expires at midnight. Okay. Enough, Prez, enough. Let's get into some picks. Detroit Red Wings, minus 150 tonight. I like them a lot. It's a great spot for the Wings. I also like the Florida Panthers. We went with them last night and lost. They're coming into Pittsburgh tonight. They're plus 135. I think they're a bet on team moving forward. And my favorite play, a play that I would have put out for my clients, the under in Boston and Montreal. Throw a little bit on Boston minus two and a half as well. That's a predicted three nothing game. That's it for the show. Teddy, my brother, I'm eating chicken corn Manhattan soup with a Montreal bagel and I'm doing it now. Take us home. Take us home. That's going to wrap it for the Tuesday edition of Wager Talk. Today. We'll do it again tomorrow. Same time, same channel. 9 a.m. here on the left coast. Noon for you back east. Between now and then, you guys know what to do. Enjoy the games and good luck with all your week. Have you checked out all the new handicappers at Wager Talk? If not, here's your chance. You can take 50% off your first daily or three-day all-access purchase at Wager Talk using coupon code TRYWT. Our new roster of experts is 30 deep, covering sports from all around the world, giving you tons of options to choose from. All you have to do to redeem this offer is go to wagertalk.com, choose the handicapper of your choice, and use coupon code TRYWT at checkout, saving 50% on your first purchase.